Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I listened closely as muffled noises came from outside my bedroom door. Cautiously, I opened my bedroom door and peeked into the hallway. Before I knew what was going on, someone grabbed me and dragged me to the living room where my parents were already tied up and gagged. The masked men quickly tied me up and gagged me as well. One of them threw me over his shoulder, walked outside, and threw me in the back of a van and slammed the door. Hi, my name is Phoebe. Have you liked or subscribed to our channel yet? If not, what are you waiting for? I'll give you a second to do that. And of course, to tap that notification bell, so you'll know when we post more videos. Did it? Great. Welcome aboard. Now, let's get back to my crazy story. The ride seemed endless. Eventually, I woke up in a bedroom, a really nice bedroom, with silk curtains, expensive wooden furniture, and the tapestry on the walls looked priceless. It was even equipped with a television and cable. I banged on the door before I searched the room for another escape route, but the windows were nailed shut. There was another door in the room. I ran to it and pulled it open quickly, but my heart sank when I realized that it was a bathroom with a window too small for me to escape. After a few hours, I heard a key turning in the lock. When the door opened, there stood a girl, about two years older than I was, and behind her was two huge, intimidating-looking men. The girl placed the tray on the floor and waited for me to pick it up. When I refused, one of the men shoved me further into the room, kicked the tray with his foot, and slammed the door shut. Over the next few days, I played nice with the help. She told me that her name was Stephanie. She even came in a few times outside of mealtimes to chat with me. One afternoon, when I realized that I was alone, I hit her over the head with a bookend, ran out of the room, and quickly locked it behind me. Frantically, I looked for an escape route. I heard voices coming towards me from down the corridor. I saw an open window and quickly dove through it. A shrub broke my fall, which I quickly hid behind. I listened intently, and when I felt as though it was clear, I darted towards safety and decided to head to the police station. Upon arrival at the police station, I was met by a female officer. Can I help you, ma'am? I just escaped from my kidnapper. Did my parents make any report about my abduction? The officer took my name and told me to have a seat while she checked to see if there was a missing persons report that matched my name and description. A few minutes later, she called me to the counter. Phoebe, there was no report made on your behalf. There must be some sort of mistake. Phoebe, is there someone that you want us to contact for you so they can come get you? I gave the officer my parents' number 
My mother answered first, and the officer put the phone on speaker. Good afternoon. I would like to speak with Phoebe McKenzie's parents, please. I am her mother. What is this about? Have you seen Phoebe in the last few days, ma'am? No, ma'am. I sent Phoebe to live with her aunt a few months ago when she began hanging with the wrong crowd. Her father and I thought a change of scenery would do her well. The officer thanks my mother, hung up, and turned to me. Phoebe, would you like me to call your aunt? No, thanks. I can get to her just fine. I turned and walked out of the police station. I didn't even have an aunt. Both my parents were only children. I was more confused now than I was a few days ago. That definitely didn't work out as I hoped it would. Were my parents involved in the kidnapping? But why? What did they have to gain? I knew I couldn't go back to my parents' house, but I needed answers. I decided that the only people who would tell me the truth are the people who kidnapped me in the first place. By the time I returned to my captures, it was nightfall. I knocked on the door and Stephanie opened it. I want to speak with the owners of this house, also known as my kidnappers. I brushed past Stephanie boldly. Are the masterminds of my kidnapping here? I yelled at the top of my voice. I was past my fear factor. I was now angry. How could my parents betray me like this? An elderly lady walked up to me. Follow me, ma'am. I was led to an office where I sat and waited. Shortly after, a middle-aged man and woman entered. Good evening, Miss Phoebe. My name is Mr. Anard, and this is my wife, Mrs. Anard. One of our staff said you wanted to meet with us. Why weren't you this polite when you and your goons kidnapped me? I'm sorry, Miss Phoebe. My wife and I just returned from a trip. We did not know that you were kidnapped. We apologize if our men treated you roughly. You see, your parents sold you to us for $3 million to marry our son. We instructed our employees to bring you here safely. My parents did what? Did they tell you that I'm only 17? Your parents informed us of this. Mrs. Anand <laughs> smiled at me. But they also said that you will be 18 in six months. Till then, you and our son can get to know each other. What's wrong with your son that he can't find himself a wife? That his parents have to buy girls for him. Our son. Mr. Anand walked towards me slowly, his voice soft and menacing. Got into a motorcycle accident a few years ago, and now he's in a wheelchair. Because of this handicap, nobody wants to marry him. Feeling hurt and betrayed, I knew I had to make a choice. Let's make a deal. I will marry your son, if you help me get back at my parents. No child should have to go through what I went through because their parents are looking for easy money. I will help you get back to three million from my parents and resplit it. Deal? Mr. Anand shook my hand firmly. Deal. I spent the night at my future in-laws and left at the crack of dawn the next day to head home to my parents. Mom! Dad! I knocked on the front door frantically when I arrived. When the door opened, Dad's tear-stained face welcomed me. He threw his arms around me and hugged me tightly. He helped me inside and asked me if I wanted breakfast, and I nodded. While Dad was preparing breakfast, Mom walked in. She looked at me and then walked towards Dad. What is she doing here? You know the deal. Dad grabbed Mom's arm and pulled her into the next room. He returned a few minutes later without Mom. Where's Mom? She just needed some time alone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dad turned back to the stove and finished preparing breakfast. I didn't see mom again until later that evening when the Anans called. She came to the living room where dad and I were watching television and asked to talk with him in the kitchen. When they left for the kitchen, I eavesdropped on their conversation. When I thought the time was right, I bursted into the kitchen and demanded to know what was going on. If you had stayed put, we wouldn't be in this predicament. Mom pointed at me. I went to the police station after I escaped. Why didn't you tell the police about my kidnapping? Did you guys have something to do with it? Dad's face crumbled. We needed money to get our daughter back. I felt as though the room spun around me. I have a sister? Why didn't you tell me this before? Dad and Mom shared a look. We adopted you when our Anita was snatched from us. I felt my knees buckle below me, and I sank to the floor with my hand over my face as I burst into tears. My parents no longer wanted me because they found their daughter. Was I just a placeholder until they found their own flesh and blood? You need to go back to the Anans. They are asking us to return the money since you are no longer there. We can't give back all the money because we already spent some of it. I tried to make a deal with them, but they are not buying it. Mom shook her head at me. Maybe we should go to the police and tell them the truth about what's going on. Dad looked at Mom. And tell them what? That we sold our adopted daughter to pay for the daughter they stopped looking for years ago? If we go to the police, they will lock us up and throw away the key. We are so close to getting Anita back, but she had to ruin it. Mom slapped me. Dad pulled her away. This isn't helping. I walked to my room and locked the door. My only thoughts before drifting to sleep was to make my parents pay for what they did to me. By the time I woke up the next day, Mom and Dad had left the house. I took that time to search for any evidence of what their daughter looked like. I looked through Mom's laptop, and I saw all the emails from the Anans. Mom had been planning this for months. There was one file in the laptop that I couldn't open. I called Mr. Anand, and he told me that he would send his son Kabir to help me unlock the file since he knew more about laptops than he did. I gave him directions to the coffee shop nearby and told him to tell Kabir to meet me there in 30 minutes. I went to the coffee shop with the laptop in hand, ordered a coffee, and waited for Kabir. After 15 minutes, a very handsome guy in a wheelchair rolled into the coffee shop. I walked over to him casually. You must be Kabir. What gave me away? Was it my thick, tousled hair or my masculine physique? I giggled. I found it hard to believe that Kabir needed his parents to arrange his marriage. You must be Phoebe. It's nice to meet you. We shook hands and we went to a table. I opened the laptop and showed Kabir the file that needed to be opened. I watched him intently as his fingers glided over the keyboard. After a few minutes, his fingers stood still and his eyes widened the more he stared at the screen. What? I turned the laptop towards me and my jaw dropped. It can't be. 
The girl in the picture may have been a few years younger, but it was her. My parents' daughter was Stephanie. I closed the laptop and made a lame excuse to Kabir that I needed to get the laptop back home before mom got home. As I hustled home, I wondered if Kabir knew Stephanie's real identity and if he was just faking how shocked he was. The following day, I went to the Anand's. Mr. and Mrs. Anand weren't home, so I decided to wait for them in the living room. I went to the bathroom, and when I came out, Kabir was in the room waiting for me. I don't think that you should be here. Look, I know why you ran away the other day at the coffee shop, but trust me, I had no idea that Stephanie was part of this. Tell me how I can help. We need to get Stephanie out of here and back to her parents. Kabir left the room and two minutes later walked in with Stephanie. I told her I knew where her real parents were and asked if she wanted to meet them. Stephanie nodded her head excitedly. Before leaving the room, Kabir surveyed the surroundings and quickly beckoned for us to follow him. Just as we were about to turn the corner, we heard voices, so we made a detour into the office. Stephanie and I squeezed under the table out of sight. My heart stopped when I heard the door open and Mr. Anand asked Kabir why he was in the office. Kabir said that he was dropping off some last-minute paperwork from Mr. Mohammed. Mr. Anand said that he had some work to finish, but Kabir convinced him that Mrs. Anand didn't want him to be late again for dinner. When everything was quiet once again, Stephanie and I snuck out of the office. I finally breathed a sigh of relief as the cold night air smacked my face. A car pulled up next to us and refroze. The window rolled down and Kabir was behind the wheel. What, you never seen a guy in a wheelchair drive before? Hop in! When we arrived to my parents' house, Stephanie and I jumped out. Stephanie twitched next to me. Don't worry, they will love you. Hey, Phoebe! Kabir called. I went to the window and looked at him. I'll be waiting here when you come out. I nodded and walked into the house with Stephanie. Mom! Dad! I watched as my parents rushed over to Stephanie and threw their arms around her. During their reunion... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. With her, I snuck into my room, emptied my book bag, and headed towards the office. As I stood in front of the safe, I prayed that my parents did not change the code. I looked up thankfully when I heard the beep. I opened the safe and took my passport, birth certificate, and all the money that was in the safe. I estimated it to be around $1 million. Once I emptied the safe, I snuck out the kitchen door. I looked at Kabir's car still parked at the front of the house and went in the opposite direction. I wasn't going to be in a forced marriage if I could do anything about it. I didn't even look back at my parents either. I moved to a small Caribbean island, and for a few years, I thought I was out of the woods. One Friday night, while I was walking out of a restaurant, I saw Kabir sitting close to the entrance. I hustled towards my car. I was able to get the key in the door when I heard tires screeching behind me, and a van door slid open. Someone threw a black case over my head and threw me into the van. Phoebe, we have a wedding to plan. 